Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the G-Man Johnson NBA podcast. In today's episode, this is episode 5 of season 2. So, episode 25, um, in all. But, let's start off with, um, my predictions from last night. Starting off 1-0, I had the Pacers beating the Cleveland Cavaliers. And they did. The Pacers... Um, DeMontis Sabonis, 21 points, 20 rebounds, nine, nine re- assists. A really good game from him. Karis LeVert has been passing amazingly, um, amazingly well. Uh, 20 points, 10 assists, three rebounds for Karis LeVert. 10 points, seven assists, four rebounds for TJ McConnell. 25 points for Kellen Martin. 11 for Justin Holiday. 13 for Doug McDermott. On the Cavs side of things, Isaac Okoro, 22 points, 10 rebounds. He's looking pretty solid on the offensive end these past few games. Dean Wade, 12 rebounds, 19 points, 12, 12 points, 9 rebounds for Jared Allen, 25 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds for Colin Sexton, and 7 for Damian Dotson, 9 for Mafondu Capangeli. That was about it for the Cavs. So now I'm 1-1 one one as, as I had. <clears throat> I had the Wizards beating the Hawks because I thought Russell Westbrook was going to get that triple double, which he did, but I thought it was going to end up in a win. Unfortunately, they lost by one point. Rui Hachimura, 20 points. This is without Bradley Beal also. Rui Hachimura, 20 points, 28 points, 21 assists, 13 rebounds for Russell Westbrook, uh, 12 for Raul Neto, 15 for Davis Bertans, 16 for Ish Smith, 18 for Robin Lopez for the Hawks side of things, 7 for Kevin Herter, 28 points, 8 rebounds for John Collins, 22 rebounds, 10 points for Clint Capella, 36 points, 9 assists, and 6 rebounds for Trey Young. 25 points, 4 rebounds, 5 um, uh, five rebounds, 4 assists for Bogdan Bogdanovich. Um, 8 points for Danilo Gallinari. Is that Danilo Gallinari and DeAndre Hunter's back. Now 2-1 and one, as I had the Grizzlies beating the Pelicans, which they did. On the Pelicans side of things, Najee Marshall had 12 points, 11 rebounds. James Johnson had 13 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Um, 15 points and 8 rebounds for Willie Hernan Gomez, 12 points and 8 rebounds for Lonzo Ball, 11, 5, and 5 for Eric Bledsoe, 18 points for Nikhil Alexander-Walker, um, 13 for Jackson Hayes, and that's about it. Next, for the Grizzlies side of things, Kyle Anderson, 14 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds, 12 points, 7 rebounds for Jaron Jackson Jr., 20 points, 11 rebounds for Jonas Valanciunas, 12 points, 12 assists for John Morant, 23 points for Dylan Brooks, and that was about it. Now, 2-2 two and two as I had the Bucks beating the Spurs, the Spurs just... The Bucks didn't play one like a defense. Uh, Chris Middleton, 23 points. Giannis, 28 points. 12 for Brooke Lopez. 20 for Drew Holiday. 12, 6 and 6 for Dante DiVincenzo. 13 for Bobby Portis. And that was about it for the Spurs, or the Bucks now on the Spurs. 23 points for DeMar DeRozan. 20, 20 points, 7 rebounds for Keldon Johnson. 9 points, 8 assists, 10 rebounds for Jakob Podol. Um, 21 points, 9 assists, 6 rebounds for DeJounte Murray. Uh, 19 points, 4 rebounds for Lonnie Walker. 20 points for Patty Mills. 19 for Rudy, for Rudy Gay. 10 points for Devin Vassell. Next, 3-2 and two, as I had the Golden State Warriors beating the Jazz by 3, which they did by 3. Um, uh, on the Jazz side of things, Bogdan, Bojan Bogdanovic, or Bohan, whatever you want to um, pronounce it, uh, 
he had 27.6 rebounds, two assists. Georges Niang, nine points. Rudy Gobert, 10 points, 16 rebounds. 10 for Royce O'Neal. Uh, 41 for Jordan Clarkson. He just went off at the end. He was just putting the Warriors in, in, a, in the blender. Um, uh, Trent Forrest had nine points, and that was about it. For the Jazz, um, Golden State, t- 12 points, 10 assists, 6 rebounds for Draymond Green, 14 points for Andrew Wiggins, 5 points, 13 rebounds for Kevon Looney, 36 points, 6 assists for Steph Curry, 19 points for Kent Bazemore, um, an 20-point game from uh, Jordan Poole. Now ending the night off, 4-2, and two, yes, 4-2 and two it was. As I had the Portland Trailblazers beating the Houston Rockets. Houston, um, Kenyon Martin Jr. had 15 points, 9 rebounds, 12 for Jayshon Tate, 21, 21 points, 6 assists, um, 8 rebounds for Kelly Olenek, 21 points for, um, DJ Augustine, 18 from Kyrie Thomas, um, Armani Brooks had 18 points, 13 for Cameron Oliver. The Trailblazers, 28 points for Norman Powell, 22 from Yusuf Nurkic, another 30-point game from Damian Lillard as he had 34 points, 6 assists, 9 rebounds, 28 points, 7 assists from CJ McCollum, and 11 from uh, Derek Jones Jr. and 10 rebounds from Ennis Kanter. So those are the games from tonight's NBA games. So now, or last night's NBA games now, this is May 11th, 2021 also. Next, for tonight's NBA games, I'm going to predict there's a bunch of games. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Wait. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 games on tonight. At 7 o'clock Eastern Time, the, um, these will all be Eastern Time, so yeah. Um, the Nuggets play the Hornets. I'm going to take the Nuggets by 5 in this one. I think they're just trying to come, uh, not following the rankings in the Western Conference. At 7 o'clock, um, the Pistons host the Timberwolves. I'm going to take the Timberwolves by 7 in this one. I think the Timberwolves have been playing better lately. And actually, they have fallen out of the top three chances to get the number one overall pick. Now, the Raptors hosting the Clippers. I'm going to take the Clippers by 2 in this one. I think that'll be a really good game. The Raptors just got eliminated. Actually, you know what? I'm going to take the Raptors by nine. I think the, I mean the Clippers by nine. I don't think the Raptors are even going to just want to play. Then at 7.30, the Heat play the Celtics. Um, I'm going to take the, the Celtics in this one. I think the Celtics still fighting to try and get out of the playing game. I think this is going to be a huge game and, um, I'm going to take the Celtics. I'm going to see Jason Tatum, uh, blow up the scoring. Uh, I think J- without Jalen Brown, I think Jason Tatum and Kemba Walker is going to have to step up. So, and Marcus Smart. Um, then at 8 o'clock, um, the Grizzlies host the Mavericks. I'm going to take the Grizzlies in this one by one. I think that'll be a really good game, like the one where Luka Doncic hit that buzzer beater. I just think the Grizzlies are still trying to catch up to the Warriors to try and secure that eight spot. Um, and they have been pre- playing pretty good lately. Then at 8 o'clock, the 76ers play at the Pacers. I'm going to take the 76ers by six in this one. I think the 76ers are trying to lock up that number one seed, and I do believe that they will. Then at eight o'clock, the Nets play the Bulls. I'm going to take the Nets by three in this one. The Nets coming off a win Um, against, they haven't played in a little while. They played at the Nuggets the last time. I've had a two-day two break, I'm gonna, but um, coming off a win, I think the 
Nets trying to take that two or that keep that two spot away from the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. So I'm gonna take them by six. Speaking of the Bucks, I'm gonna take um the Bucks host the Magic at nine o'clock. Um, I'm gonna take the Bucks by thirteen. I think the Magic are kind of just trying to keep the lowest win, trying not to win games and try to get the highest odds to get the number one overall pick. Then at ten o'clock, the Warriors host the Suns. I'm gonna take the Suns by nine in this one. I think the Warriors on a three-game winning streak are gonna play good, but I just don't see them pulling away that win. I think Chris Paul is gonna have a spectacular game. I think they can lock down Steph Curry. Then at ten o'clock, the Knicks play the Lakers. I'm gonna take the Knicks in this one. I think with LeBron just coming back, I don't. I think it's gonna take them a little bit, like a couple of games, to get back. And, and with the chemistry and stuff. So I'm going to take the Knicks by 7. Then at 10 o'clock, the Kings host Thunder. I'm going to take the Thunder in this one by 3. And with um, De'Aaron Fox, Terry Halliburton out, uh, I just think that Thunder team, also without SGA, um, <clears throat> I'm going to take the Thunder in that one. So, yeah, um, that is my NBA predictions for tonight. Um... Yeah, let's move on here. Ah, man, this is a tough. This is tough because I don't, I'm torn on what to do here. I want to do a tier list video, but I also want to do like a, okay, I'm going to do this on Sportsly. You guys have to go check it out. Also, Sportsly, it's a great website to do NBA quizzes. We're going to do an NBA Web Sports Sportsal Quiz. It's like, um, um, connecting what? Well, okay, hold on. NBA Sportsal. Hold on, guys. I, I'll pull, I'm gonna pull this up real quick. Alright, guys, we're gonna. Alright guys, we're just gonna do, um, uh, NBA scoring titles quiz where like we have to do, um, see who won the scoring titles since 1984. So let's get started. Um, I'm gonna start off with Dominic Wilkins. Yes, we got him there. Um, obviously we're gonna put in Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan there. Did Allen Iverson ever? Yes, Allen Iverson. McGrady. Did he ever? McGrady. Yes. T Mac. Kevin Durant had to have. Uh, David Robinson. Kobe, obviously. Uh, LeBron. Did. Yeah, Dwayne Wade did. Oh, Adrian Bantley. Yes, I typed him in. Okay. Um, Patrick Ewing. No. Oh, Shaq. He had to have, right? Yes, we have 11 of 16. Um, Steph Curry. Did Mello? Yes, Westbrook did. I know. Oh, crap. We're forgetting someone. James Harden. Just like that, we have one more person. Oh, man. I don't think I know this one. It's from 1985. I'm going to have to give it up. Bernard King? You're kidding me. You're kidding me, dude. That's crazy. 
Alright, well, honestly, guys, I think I want to give a scouting report on Cade Cunningham. Or, I'm going to give a scouting report on my um, top 14 guys on the board. Uh, yeah. Hold on here. I'm I'm gonna pull this up. Let me just um pull up my top 14 board and I'll give a scouting report on these guys. Um, there's a log draft. All right, my big board. Here we go. So at Cade Cunningham, we're gonna start off with him. Cade Cunningham. Alright, we're just looking up the stats real quick. Alright. So, Cade Cunningham this season is averaging 20 points per game, which is spectacular for a player. Three and a half assists, which is solid, but not great. But pretty solid for college. One and a half steals per game. If he can, if he can be a solid defender in the NBA, I definitely think that he'll be really, really good. I think he's got to cut down the turnovers at four. That's not really that great. And his efficiency is pretty solid, actually. 84 from the line is really good. Uh, 40 from three is really good for college. 43 from the field is okay. Um, he is shooting about five and a, 5.8 free throws per game. He's getting about 6.2 rebounds per game, which is really, really solid. And, um, I think if he, I definitely think that if he could, uh, um, I definitely think that he could be, um, I definitely think that he'll be the number one overall pick. He is pretty much just the consensus consensus number one overall pick. Next is Evan Mobley. Um, He's my number number two guy. He's averaging about 16 points per game this season. Only two turnovers, three blocks per game, which is just amazing. Um, Two and a half assists per game, which is pretty solid for a big guy. Um, 8.7 rebounds, two and a, almost three offensive rebounds per game, which is really, really good. Um, only 30% from three, but I think that NBA, NBA, um, coaches can definitely help him get that up. Uh, 69 from the line, which is alright. Not great for, for, not great at all, actually. But 57% from the field is really, really good. And he's, he, he's really durable. He can play a lot. Um, he doesn't take too many shots. Only 10 shots per game in college. But, yeah, that's my scouting report on Evan Mobley. Um, I think if he improves his shot, he'll. I think he. I wanted to put him one, but I really, I really do like Evan Mobley. But no. Next at three, Jalen Green. Okay, hold on. I gotta pull this up real quick. Jalen Green stats. I gotta pull up a whole nother name because he's in the G League. NBA G League stats, here we go. He's averaging 18 points per game in the G League, which is spectacular against adults, literally some of them former NBA players. Um, he's, uh, averaging two, almost three assists, four rebounds. He's shooting 36% from the NBA three point line, 36% from the NBA three point line, I said. That is really, really good for your first season, and I think that he'll be a spectacular um, three-point shooting player because of, of the work he's put in at, at, um, at the NBA three-point line. 
46% from the field is really good. And yeah. On to my next player at um at three. Obviously, I'm gonna, it's Jalen Green. Um, uh, Jalen Green, I think is. I think Jalen Green's the prototype shooting guard for this year, for this, for the future. But anyway, next at four, I'm gonna have, um, Jonathan Kaminga. Uh, hold on here, I've just gotta find him. Jonathan. Oh man. Ugh. Alright, you know what? That sucks. Because now I'm going to have to look up Jonathan Kaminga's stats. Hold on, guys, here. Kaminga's stats. Okay. We're getting to the end of the G League players. Hold on. Then we can just keep going on college. All right. So Jonathan Kaminga is averaging about 15 and a half points per game. Uh, only two, only two and a half turnovers per game, which is not great, but also not bad. Almost three, um, three assists per game, about a steal per game, uh, seven rebounds per game, which is really, really good. And you can't not mention his defense. I think he's the best defender in this class. I think Jonathan Kaminga, I just have such, I, I love Jonathan Kaminga. He is one of my favorite players to watch. Um, especially when he was in the D League, he was just an amazing player. So, um, but he did shoot only 38% from the field, 24 from three, which is just horrible on 14 shots a night, but I think that he can grow into the NBA, the prototype NBA player. Next at full at five, Scotty Barnes. That might surprise you over Jalen Suggs, but I think Scotty Barnes is a better all around player. I think Scotty Um I think Scotty Barnes could possibly be the most all around player in this class. I think he could be the best I think he is maybe, I don't know. I think Jonathan Kamea is more all around, but um, that could just be me. But he is, he averaged 10 points per game in college, four assists per game, four rebounds per game. Um, his shooting percentage were okay. He, um, 50% from the field, um, 27 from three, um, 62 from the line, not great, but he is a ter- tremendous defender and I think that he would fit perfectly in the NBA. I see ha- him as an upgraded Sekou Dumboya. Next at six, there is Jalen Suggs at six. Um, Jalen Suggs is just that player where like I just worry about his shot so much because like for the, for the, for the NBA point guard to be um, as inconsistent as he was in college. I mean, obviously, Jonathan Kaminga was inconsistent, but you gotta remember, he is trans, um, uh, transforming his shot into the NBA three-pointer. And this is, um, the, the, the college three-point line that Jalen Suggs was shooting on. He's averaging about 14 and a half points per game, about two steals per game, which I really like his defense, um, about four and a half assists per game. Uh, five rebounds per game, which is tremendous. Uh, 75 from the line, 33 from three, um, 50 from the field. I just 
really, really worry about his his shot coming around. And I think that is really important for a point guard like him. And I think that if his shot turns around and is like he changes his uh, not changes his shot, but like gets if his shot is more consistent, I think he could definitely be the best player in this draft class possible. It is possible. <clears throat> at sit at seven, it is. Yeah, it is. It is Keon Johnson. Keon Johnson, I think, not a great shooter. Okay, hold up here. Uh, let me just check the ESPN alert. Okay. Oh man. Okay, there. Keon Johnson from Tennessee. He averaged 11 points per game this year. Um, about steal per game. Uh, and his defense is why he's so high. Two and a half assists per game, three and a half rebounds per game, 70 from the, uh, 70% from the free throw line, 27 from three, and 45 from the field. He only takes about nine shots per game, but man, his defense is like, he hounds people. Like, I mean, he is such a great defender, and I think that would be very valuable in the NBA. So I think that he, that is why I have him so high there. Then at eight, I had um, Moses Moody because of his flyout scoring. Moses Moody. Hold on. Moody. Okay, Moses Moody averaged 16, almost 17 points per game. We'll round up 16.9. Almost only one and a half. I thought he passed a little bit better. Only one and a half assists per game, but a steal per game, almost a block per game, about four rebounds per game, 35% from three, 42.7 from the field. Not as efficient, but he is a flat-out scorer, and I think that that is really valuable. I think that a great spot for him would be Golden State, and I think Golden State would love to have him. Next, at nine, um, James Buchnight. Same thing with Moses Moody, his scoring. James Buchnight, man, he's just a flat-out scoring machine. He averaged 18.7 points per game, about two um, two assists, a steal per game, almost six rebounds per game, 77 from the line, uh, 30 from three, 30% from three, and 45 from the field. Um he takes a lot of shots, but I think that he, if he, his shot transferred to the NBA, I think he could be very, very, really, really solid bench piece and obviously the starter. <laughs> then at 10, Jalen Johnson. Why I have Jalen Johnson so low is because I think Jalen Johnson, the thing about him, oh boy. Okay. The thing about him is he averaged 11 points per game. I just wonder, he's so raw. Of a player, and I think that if he, if the team, like the Thunder possibly, if they develop him right, he will be an outstanding player. He averaged 11 points per game, and this is only in 21 minutes. 11 points per game, almost a steal and a half, two and a half assists, six rebounds, 63 from the line, which isn't great, 44% from three, 52 from the field, and this, his defense is outstanding, so athletic, and if he can, if he can have, get a better shot, if he can improve his jump shot, he could be 
he could be a problem in the NBA. At 11, Corey Kispert. I think Corey Kispert would be a perfect fit for the Pacers. I think Corey Kispert is just... The thing about him is that he was really inconsistent in the tournament. I think that dropped him. But he... This season averaged almost 18.5 points per game. Five rebounds, two assists, 53 from from the field, 44 from three, 88 from the line. He's almost cracking 50, 40, 90 already. He averaged, he didn't average, he almost averaged a steal. He um, averaged about a steal per game. Uh, and I, his defense is not bad at all. His, he's a pretty solid, uh, he's pretty solid at um, perimeter defense, you could say. Yeah, perimeter defense, I would say. And then at 12, Davion Mitchell. I think Davion Mitchell is the prototype 3 and D guy. Davion Mitchell, man, his jump, his offensive game just blew up, skyrocketed. 14 points per game, um, almost 2 steals per game, 5.5 assists, 3 rebounds per game, 44% from the 3-point line. Um, 64 from from the free throw line, which isn't great, but 51 from the field. Those are just amazing statistics. And I think if the Warriors, I know I keep talking about the Warriors, but I'm I've just been um amazed by what um Steph Curry has been doing. I, I just have it on my mind right now. But I think that he would be a perfect fit there and could come off the bench and uh defend. At 13, Franz Wagner. I think Franz Wagner is also like that Jalen Johnson type player where he is really, really raw. But I think if you, if you develop him right, he would, he's, he could be an amazing player. Like, Franz Wagner averaged, um, about 12 and a half points per game. Um, not too many turnovers, not, not only one per game, which is really good. One block per game, about one and a half steals per game, three assists, six and a half rebounds per game, 83 from the um, free throw line, 34 from three, and uh, 47 from the field. The only thing I have to worry about is if his shot can transfer to the NBA. Um, next, and his on ball defense is pretty, his defense is actually pretty solid. At 14, Isaiah Jackson. I think Isaiah Jackson can definitely be a top player in this draft. Um, Hold on here. Isaiah Jackson. Hold on here. I'm just trying to get this. Pull the stats. Alright. Isaiah Jackson averaged 8.4 points per game. He's not that good of a score. He only, he did, he did average about 3 personal fouls points per game, or personal fouls per game. Which is not great, but only one and a half turnovers per game, two and a half, two point six blocks per game, um, almost six and a half rebounds per game. He hasn't made it. He's not a good shooter, but he is really efficient when he does shoot. He only takes about five shots per game. I think he'd be perfect six ten player in the NBA. So those are my scouting reports on the top fourteen players in my opinion. So yeah. Let's see here. 
Um. Uh, yeah, I think many people, a ton of people are sleeping on. Or I think a ton of people are sleeping on uh, Jonathan Kaminga. I think he's going to be a spectacular player. All right, well, let's do some mock trades. Mock trades. Um, I am really interested to see what the Celtics do about Kemba Walker. Now, I'm going to go to the New York Knicks because I think that would be a perfect fit. And let's say the Knicks give up Obi Toppin. And they give up Mitchell Robinson. And um, this is like at the end of the year. They give up Mitchell Robinson, Obi Toppin. Um, Celtics give up Kemba Walker to the Knicks. But the Knicks would have to give up the Dallas pick this year unprotected and they'd have to give up a 2023 lottery protected Knicks pick and let's see if it goes through and it would go through so the Celtics would be getting Mitchell Robinson a shot blocking defender um Obi Toppin a pretty solid raw player who they could run I think this would be a solid a team where they run uh at the point guard Marcus Smart, shooting guard, say Jalen Brown, small forward, Jason Tatum, power forward, Obi Toppin, center, Mitch Robinson. But the Celtics would also be getting the Dallas pick this year, which Dallas is obviously a really good team this year. Um, but the 2023 lottery protected Knicks pick, and the Knicks would be getting Kemba Walker and a second round pick. Hmm. So yeah, that's that Kemba Walker trade. Let's go on to another trade here. Um, hold on, this is taking a little bit. My computer's going a little slow. Okay, now I kind of wanted to do a James Wiseman possible trade. Let's say Golden State goes over to the Minnesota Timberwolves because I think James Wiseman. I'm not gonna say disappoint disappointing but not I don't think he has been as good as people thought he would just um, be as a straight up impact but I'm going to give up Carl Anthony Towns to the Warriors the Timberwolves will be getting Andrew Wiggins James Wiseman their first round pick this year the Warriors first round pick um 2022 Warriors first round pick 2023 and Warriors pick 2027 let's see if this goes through it does not so the Timberwolves would have to cut one mil off. So the Timberwolves would just have to give up, say, Jalen Noel to the Warriors. And Golden State would ha- couldn't give up because of the Stepien rule. Hmm. They would, let's just take away the 2022 first round pick and give them, um, a couple seconds. Let's go with that and let's see if this goes through. It does. It's a success. So, the Warriors would be getting Carl Anthony Towns and Jalen Noel. The Rules would be getting Andrew Wiggins back and James Wiseman. Um, but they'd also be getting a 2027 unprotected Warriors pick, a 2022 Toronto second round pick, a 2021 Minnesota pick. So they'd be getting their pick either this year if it conveys to the Warriors or next year if it conveys, um, if it conveys, um, top three. So yeah, 
Then they'd also be getting a 2021 Minnesota second round pick and a 2023 unprotected warrior pick. I think they'd be a pretty fair trade for both teams, honestly. I think that both teams would really appreciate that, especially if Carl Anthony Towns requests, requests a trade in this coming offseason. I think it's interesting because I think Carl Anthony Towns has tried every, I think they've tried to get that power forward next to Cat. I think that's the, the key to the Minnesota Timberwolves having some success. And I think Evan Mobley could possibly be that per- person if they get a top three pick. Uh, so yeah. Though, that's my trade for Cat. And yeah, um, I'm just checking to see here. Okay. Um, next I'm just checking to see. Okay. I have a question for y'all. This is something I've been wondering. When Chris Paul retires, what jersey will you guys remember him in? It goes here. Clippers, Hornets, Rockets, Thunder, or Suns. And you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say either the Clippers... I'm going to say the Clippers, or if Chris Paul ends up winning a championship with just, say, the Suns, either the Clippers or the Suns, or whatever team he wins a championship with, I think that's who I will remember him with. I'm just looking at, I'm just, uh, I'm just looking at um, some Twitter stuff here, and man, it does look like that. It does look have look like uh Terry Stotts is gonna get fired after this year. So Ooh Max Kellerman. Alright. So Max Kellerman said LeBron James is the greatest point guard of all time. I'm not listing LeBron as a point guard, I'm listing him as a small forward. Um so yeah. Oh, there's really nothing else, man. Um, I'm trying not to repeat things, but there are definitely more stuff coming in the future. Thank you all for listening to the podcast episode. I will get to you guys in the next one.